0: So it seems like everyone and their mom is just triggered these days. Everyone has a reason to get triggered and everyone thinks that they're justified in getting triggered. And so what I wanna talk about today is something I've been personally thinking about, which is not exactly this whole cultural Western thing about constantly being triggered, which is funny and cute and cool and all of that, but there's something much deeper happening here. And I think it's very important for each of us as individuals to know when we're triggered, What gets us triggered and how, more importantly, how to get ourselves out of it. Now, you might say, why do I need to get out of getting triggered, Armand?" Or why do I even need to know that I am triggered? And there's a lot of reasons for that. But on the absolute most surface level uh, sort of motivation to give you, if you can identify what gets you triggered, you are essentially improving your emotional intelligence, and your self-awareness. Self-awareness is a component of emotional intelligence. By doing so, you'll have better relationships, a better career, aka better job, better relationship with your boss, you'll make more money, and you'll generally be more successful and more fulfilled. And the reason for this is really simple. A person who's triggered is often in an unconscious state, when you react that way and you go into that state, you are unconscious. You are not aware of what is causing it and why you're behaving that way and how you're even behaving. It's very difficult to actually see yourself fully and truly when you are triggered. And again, this word triggered is like a pop culture word in the last few years, but it's actually a very important word. The word I use to describe it, the word that Carl Jung uses uh, or used, the word that is used in Jungian psychoanalysis for this is a complex. But again, a complex is essentially the same thing as this modern version of getting triggered. The unfortunate thing about it is that nobody seems to have the tools uh, to get themselves out of this mode of being triggered, and no one seems to think it's a bad thing (laughs) to just float around life like a victim in a state of unconscious i do i think about it i work on it and for that reason i'm sharing that with you um, in this video and in this episode today so again if you can identify what gets you triggered and how to fix it which i'll walk through right now um you'll have more emotional intelligence you'll have more uh consciousness in general in your life so what is really getting triggered Knowing and identifying whether you're triggered or not, it starts with some sort of extreme emotion. And it's not always anger, but anger is a good sign that you're triggered, that you're having a complex. If you are feeling excess like heat in your body, you're like heating up, you're, you're, you know, imagine like, you know, the cartoons growing up like Looney Tunes. Imagine like the bull, the angry bull, you know, steam coming out of the ears, fire from the belly, just rah, coming out of the mouth, right? Imagine that that scene. That's someone who's triggered. And um, perhaps the more correct approach would be the Mr. Rogers approach of what are you feeling? Like helping a person tune into what they're feeling, how they got there, what caused it, and, and associating some words or some images to it is a good first step but anger is often a sign that you are triggered. Another one that I find comes up for people often in particular even for myself is anxiousness. Um, whenever you start to feel anxious know that that is most likely uh, being caused by something that is triggering you and you're going into some sort of automatic response people always talk about the different types of responses psychologically and in the brain that are possible. But to just keep it really simple, you know, we have to understand that there's some sort of event that took place in our life at some point in the past that is bringing up an unconscious memory inside of ourselves and causing that reaction. Now that reaction could just be some like light mild trauma that you went through recently, some traumatic experience, like for example, say you had a really uh, difficult time with your most recent business and um, it got, you know, maybe it went bankrupt, maybe it failed. And so in your new business, every time something happens uh, financially, it brings up a tremendous amount of anxiety for you. Well, that's most likely due to that event that took place recently with the other business, maybe in the last five years. But it could also be something that happened in childhood, you know, that had to do with the way you were raised, how you were raised, who raised you, the tone of voice that they used, the way they looked at you. Uh, the, 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 the different events of, of your childhood can cause a lot of anger, a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiousness in your life, a lot of sadness. You may also find that if you suddenly lose all your energy, and you get really sad, and you feel like instantly depressed about something, that's essentially a complex. That's getting triggered, right? So any form of extreme emotion where you do not feel like yourself is a sign that you are triggered. Now, I'll give you an example, actually, that uh, came up for me recently in general, and and is something that I've become more and more aware of. One of the things that really triggers me and gets me into this complex is when somebody micromanages me. So you may think to yourself like, well, Armand, you're an entrepreneur, like who's micromanaging you? Sure, fair enough. And that's actually one of, I think, the reasons that I just did not thrive and survive in the workplace in a corporate setting in a job setting i just needed that independence and when people were telling me what to do and how to do it it really just didn't work for me and it wasn't always putting me you know into a complex and getting me triggered but sometimes it did in in my new world you know occasionally if i take on a client or if i'm trying to help somebody and they're telling me how to do it and they're micromanaging me or they're asking me for too much and it just seems like they're crossing a boundary. A more normal reaction for a person who doesn't have that uh, childhood experience that I have would just to be like very clear about their boundaries. Would just to be like respond to the question. You know, they're being micromanaged, or you know, say the client is asking me to do something that I just think is outside the scope of the project. A normal reaction would just to be to answer that client's request in a in an unemotional way. But for me sometimes I find myself the fire in the belly. I'm like, "Ah, why? What did you do? what did I do wrong?" And it's this kind of thing of like, "What did I do wrong? Why why is this being requested of me? Or why do I need to do more? I'm already doing so much." You know, and it's and it's not that. That's my that's my story, right? That's my story. Um and so what that does is it creates this 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 extreme emotion. And the way to deal with that, so I've made that more conscious now, and so when you get triggered, the most important thing you need to realize, first of all, is realize that it's not the other person. It's not the other person. They're not actually wrong. What happens to people when they get triggered is that they become a victim. We have got to immediately get ourselves, snap ourselves out of that victim mentality. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling depressed, you've got to snap yourself out of that victim mentality because the first step is realizing this is not the other person's fault. All they are doing is living their life, doing what they would normally do, asking a question, making a comment, making a face, whatever it is that they normally do. And we can't control other people. We shouldn't even have that goal to control other people. And so the first step is like, they didn't do anything wrong. Let me turn my frustration, my emotions more inwardly and take a look at myself and realize that, wow, I'm just having an autopilot, automatic, unconscious response to my environment. And so when we go inside, we have to give ourselves a timeout. And so the first step I like to take is first acknowledging that it's not the other person's fault. I'm in control here. I am not a victim. I, I can empower myself to fix this, but you can't do it immediately. So I highly advise that you take some space. Give yourself a, a timeout, not as a punishment, a positive timeout. Give yourself a little space, a little air, a few deep breaths, a walk, Just completely change your environment. If you're in a room with somebody, get up and go to a different environment. Excuse yourself from any situation if you need to, if you find that you are in that space where you just can't take it anymore. Uh, Another example, I recently, you know, for my company, um, for Evo, I I talked about in in the last episode, you know, in this situation with these partners, a lot of stuff is coming up for me a lot of getting triggered, a lot of injustice, a lot of just a lot of stuff. I have had to excuse myself multiple times from conference calls, zoom meetings, because I know I'm just going to (laughs) unleash. Like I'm literally have been this close and I actually have to a certain level, like unleashed in a, in a healthy way, the truth in a very direct way. But going to that place, if I'm going to yell, if I'm going to get angry, that's not going to help anybody. That's going to make the other person extremely defensive. They're going to get combative. It's going to turn into a fight. And this is where the unconscious can really fuck up our lives. It can really take us to a place where all of a sudden, all we thought we were doing was in a justified way stating what we are and who we are and why that's wrong and how they, you know, blah, 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 like they messed up and you feel justified. But the next thing you know, you're caught in a web with this person battling and then they're battling you with their worldview and you're battling from your worldview and it's two colliding worldviews and that just doesn't work. And so the the bigger thing to do is to give yourself a time out, take a break reset yourself and come back and know that that level of just like unleashing this anger or emotion on somebody else is not going to make it better. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't unleash the truth, but doing it in a very emotional way and not owning your own shit is just going to trigger the other person. And then you have two people in two complexes, two people triggered, two people as Eckhart Tolle called them in their pain body, two unconscious pain bodies fighting and navigating and dealing with each other and it is an absolute absolute mess and you basically have two children dealing with each other that's actually what you have because for most people their trigger is their childhood complex their issues from childhood that are unresolved um, and they never ever fully go away also please realize that this Feeling should not make you, this this issue in your life should not make you feel bad. Everyone has some degree of this and it never goes away completely. It just reduces, it reduces. The more you make it conscious, the more you are aware of it, the more self-aware you are of what triggers you, it reduces. And when it comes up, it just calms down, you know, you just kind of like, you can go, oh yeah, and you take the time out and you become aware of it. And you're like, yeah, okay, I see what's going on here. And it reduces, it calms down. You don't stay in the complex as long. Um, in a different episode, which I can link to below, I talked about managing anger. And I talked about the fact that for most people, this complex, this trigger should not last any more than 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes maximum on average. That is that is statistically the average of how long this, this lasts for most people. And you really wanna avoid staying in that triggered state for too long because then you're just staying in a state of pure unconscious and you're never going to get out. And I know people that are literally living in a lifelong state of being triggered. There are moments where they drift in and out, but these are people that are essentially victims from the moment that this begins, typically in adolescence till their last days, till the end of their lives, till their deathbed. They are a victim you don't want that. I don't want that. None of us wants that. Most of us are not at risk for that, but it is something to be aware of because if you start to get triggered more frequently, it's easy to go down that path where you spend the majority of your waking life and your time in that state and you don't want that. Now wrap up with this. We need to get good at this. You have to get good at this because it increases and improves your emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is really one of the top factors in life for success. And if success, in terms of flow, in terms of fulfillment and happiness, in terms of financial reward, means anything to you, you know, whatever your version of success looks like, if it means anything to you, you have to make. these improvements in your emotional intelligence, you have to make the unconscious conscious, as I always say, right? The unconscious is the trigger. Making it conscious reduces it and it brings peace into your life. It puts you back into the driver's seat instead of being a victim. And now you might say, Armand, this stuff just sounds so heavy. Why? Why do I have to spend all this time doing this, you know, this psychoanalysis on myself like you do. It's just not for me. I'm not that type of person. I get that. I completely understand that. But what I would say is this, do a light degree of it. Give yourself the opportunity to at least when stuff like this comes up, take the time out, sit back, understand what caused it. Maybe you don't have to get to the root of it every time, but do a little journaling about how you feel, how you got there. Make it a little bit more conscious. You don't have to spend hours on this stuff, but it gets rewarding over time. And that's why I would like you to at least experiment with it as I have. The more you do it, the less of a challenge it is, the less heavy it feels, and it actually gets fun and rewarding because you're watching yourself over the years of your life maturing, becoming more conscious, becoming more wise, and you start to change the relationship you have with your life. The relationship you have with time passing, with getting older and seeing those gray hairs come in, you feel more connected to yourself, to the true capital S self that is inside of you, the true nature of self, the true nature of reality itself. And that is an incredibly rewarding thing that compounds over time. And I think it's worth it. I really do. And I think it's one of the most important things in life. I mean, all the great philosophers have talked about this and have said this, you know, uh, if we go all the way back to the unexamined life is not worth living, what is the root of that statement? Being unconscious in a zombified trance state floating throughout life is not going to give a human being a fulfilling life in the end. We have to examine ourselves. We have to examine ourselves. Our lives. And I will wrap up by saying this what you really desperately want to avoid in life is being a victim. Being a victim starts with not being conscious of what triggers you. The more conscious you become of what triggers you and gets you into these states where you turn into a maniac, and again, give yourself a little compassion. It's okay. Don't feel bad. You know, it's okay to have gone into those states. And it's also okay to feel a little bit guilty for having gone into those states because actually the uh, trigger, pun intended, (laughs) and I don't mean the same type of trigger, but the, the catalyst for changing the trigger, the catalyst for becoming more conscious begins with awareness. But to turn that awareness into action and actually make a change, you have to feel, it's healthy to feel a little bit of guilt, So the next time you do something and you mess up and you do get triggered and you do let it out and you don't do all the things I talked about in this episode, it's okay to feel a little guilty and go like, wow, like that wasn't me. I can do better. I can handle that differently. Going forward, the next time it comes up, this is how I'm going to handle myself. This is how I'm going to operate. This is my response, I am gonna take that time out. I'm gonna set my alarm, my timer for 11 minutes and I'm gonna to go to the other room. You come up with your own game plan and that guilt turns into action. That action repeat, repetitively taken turns into the formulation of a whole new personality, of a whole new level of consciousness, a whole new level of being in one final thing to give you one more level of motivation. If you have kids or you ever wanna have kids in your life, they are literally going to become you in every way you can imagine. As you've been getting older, you've probably been watching how much you are becoming your parents, right? What we do, who we are in those formative years for our children, they embody that. Whether we say, little Jimmy, this is how you should be, this is who you should be or not, what they are doing is watching us. How do we respond to anger? How do we respond when we get angry? How do we respond to the events of life? How do we respond to when a bill collector shows up? Whatever it might be, they're watching. And this chain will continue on of unconscious victim behavior for as long as we allow it. And so my quest, one of my greatest motivations for why I do this work that feels heavy and psychoanalysis and all this shit is so that I can break these generational patterns that have existed for God knows how many generations. Uh, My entire lineage responding to the things that come up in life the same way over and over and over again. And I'm saying it stops with me. And that is an incredibly empowering, purpose-driven way of living think about that. That is literally a purpose in and of itself. If my purpose is to evolve and break generational patterns of trauma and unconscious, that is a beautiful purpose for a person's life. And so if you were also thinking of like, where's my purpose and what do I do with my life? There you go. There's one right there. Ah, that's a good place to end. I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you enjoyed this episode Um, please pass this along to someone that you think will enjoy this, to your network, post it on social media, send it directly to friends that you think will enjoy this. And as always, feel free to get in touch. Let me know what you want next. I appreciate you. Much love. Until next time. Peace.